Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Racing Pod Blast with me, Tony McCormick, and Ben Aiken from Narrowing the Field. Welcome along to listeners old and new. We're heading to Kempton this week for the uh, main section of the pod, covering three of the handicaps set to be run on Saturday at the track. We've got a, a very interesting one. You've got to wait for this. A very interesting top, middle and bottom football tricksy as the battle continues out in the uh, in the Scottish leagues. And then we close the pod blast with our best of the rest section. So quickly moving on. First race on the agenda is the Coral Trophy Handicap Chase at three o'clock from Kempton, the race formerly known as the Racing Post Chase, with 13 runners set to face the starter over the three-mile trip. Ben, you can start us off with this one. Indeed, yeah, a good race, this one. Uh, always a race I, I like covering for my members. Not quite as strong trends race as it used to be, but a couple of trends do catch my eye. Those trends being 14 of the last 15 were aged 9 or younger, and 14 of the last 15 had 10 or less handicap chase starts, which actually knocks out more than half of this year's field. It leaves Ann Sam, Our Power, Killer Kane, Bob Hope or No Hope, in Rillo and Black Jerry. Now, Ansem, uh, he's one with prime conditions to attack. Uh, his conditions being December to May and returning off breaks of 60 days or less. Uh, he has seven wins in a place from eight starts when those conditions are met. And I also think he's best going right-handed, especially over fences. So Ansem, he definitely needs to come under consideration. Killer Kane, now he put in a, a very impressive round of jumping when winning over roughly course and distance last time out. I think it was half a furlong longer. Uh, he also has his prime conditions to shoot for right-handed tracks in February and March of breaks of 50 days or less where Killer Kane is an unbeaten four from four two of those wins coming over the Kempton fences of those not on the trend shortlist I think last year's winner Captain Nord comes in uh, he comes in as a five-pound penalty, but that's negated by his five-pound claimer. As a claimer that's having his first ever ride in the UK, all his previous rides have come in Ireland. Certainly an interesting booking from uh, Christian Williams, the trainer. And he's a trainer that uses claiming jockeys very well. Indeed, his stats tell me that he's had more winners and handicaps with a claimer on top than without a claimer on top. So mm. Captain Nord is he's another that he has conditions in his favour. I think he has to definitely have some consideration by his chances. Um, on the balance of things, I think I'd just, just about be siding with Killer Kane. Uh, I'm actually a little surprised he's trading at around the 12 to 1 mark. So I think that looks pretty generous, personally, Tony. Uh, Killer Kane for me. What have you got for the, the Coral Trophy? Good stuff. I'm with you with the, uh, the, 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 the bit sketchy, the trends, aren't they, uh, this week, yeah, Ben? On all three yeah. of them, actually. On all three, all three of them were uh, a little bit all over the place. But Ansam came out on mine on my short list as well. Uh, he's hoping to follow up a 17-length victory last time out at this track. Uh, he's a course and distance winner, of course. Our power is also on my list, and I'll be uh, I'll be backing him each way. He's placed over course and distance, won over similar trip. It gets on well with Sam Twiston Davis as well. Our power looks a, a decent. Uh, price at around 8 to 1 uh, you've got to check uh, all the different firms as well and uh, different places as, as well, 4 and 5 places and uh, you're going for Killer Kane, I'm going for Killer Clown 
12 to 1. He's two from two at Kempton. Uh, definitely a right-handed horse. And I'm uh, up for forgiving him his last run at Newbury, Ben. And uh, Killer Clown at around 12 to 1. Our Power at around 8 to 1 in the 3 o'clock. The Coral Trophy Handicap Chase. Uh, passing you over, we're now quickly moving on to the 410. The uh, Coral Racing Club Handicap Hurdle, Class 3, over two miles, five furlongs. Off you go with this one, Ben. Yeah, as you said, there's no no real strong trends for this. I had a look, but nothing nothing worth uh, putting up. Um, I quite like Locke's Corner in this one. They tried him over three mile one in a class two last time out, but that's above his class ceiling and past his stamina limitations. So this drop back to class three over two mile five will be much more his cup of tea. Uh, he looks to have his prime conditions here, those prime conditions being class three or less handicaps from a mark of 140 or less and wearing cheek pieces and a tongue tie where he is eight wins and two places from 15 starts. So conditions he gets here and yeah, locks corner for me in this one. Tony, what, what you got for us in the, the 410? I have uh, Royum Meuni, uh, Royum Meuni, uh, of course, you've heard it all your lives, all our lives, every year at the Eurovision Song Contest, Royal Humane, uh, which means United Kingdom. <laughs> I'm making a bit nope. of a dog's ear of it as well here. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, I'm going for that one. Uh, I, I like the ground. He likes the ground. He goes on the ground. He's a class. Uh, he's, he's okay in this class. He has trip to suit, size of field to suit, and he's placed at this track in the past. Jamie Moore in the plate for his uh, father, Gary. Wyomany uh, at around, I think, 11 to 1. And uh, there's a couple of... Uh, well, no, no, it's just uh, three places up for grabs on uh, Wyomany. Uh, but uh, he's around 11 to 1 with uh, some firms for Jamie Moore in the plate for his father, Gary. Uh, that's it in the... Uh, for 10, the Coral Bet Bundles Handicap Chase, Class 3, over two miles, four and a half furlongs, is off at 4.45. Your thoughts, Ben? Yeah, quick draw ahead in the market. Um, very much the one that comes into this on the up. I can see why he's a favourite here. Um, he will need to step on again to win this uh, from his £8 higher mark. And while that is something that's clearly possible, he's one I'm happy enough to take on at the prices or at least find an alternate over to your bigger prices who can hopefully at least run into places. Uh, the first of those is the rejuvenated 11-year-old Go Steady for the Skeltons. Now, he posted a clear best at Leicester last time out. Uh, he went down by a length and a half only, and he's able to run off the same mark again here. I have prime conditions for him as handicaps over 2 mile 5 furlongs or less in December to May and running off a mark of 120 or less conditions where he is seven wins and a place from 10 starts. So go steady would be the first that catches my eye in this one. Uh, the other I want to look at and this is Guy from the Twist in Davies Yard. Now he is he's a hard horse to pin down to prime conditions. Um, I do think that class three level or less and good to soft or quicker could be ideal for him. He's one win and five places from seven starts under those conditions, so only once has he failed to place. Uh, conditions probably went against him at Cheltenham last time out, the ground going soft. Ultimately, he's probably out of his class level as well. It was a class one. This is a class C on good ground, 
be more suitable for him. As will return right-handed. And he did actually run fourth in this race two years back from the same mark he runs off here. I think this renewal does look slightly easier than the 2021 running. Yeah, and Guy is the other one that I'd look to have some level of interest in as well. Although, as Kenny Rogers once famously said, you got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. I think I will have to fold Guy after this unless they do something different with him. But I'm going to give Guy one last chance with Go Steady. Hopefully one of them can get into places. Um, so that's my two. Tony, what you got? Yeah, he's he's back on a, a decent mark as well now. He's down to one, two, six, and he was he was finishing runner-up on a few occasions off off one two nine one two eight wasn't he so he's he's down on yeah. one two six um yeah yeah I like uh, go steady as well just I had go steady on my shortlist Ben as well but just the the age um of eleven in this company um put me off a little bit but uh, I certainly wouldn't uh, put anybody off backing uh, go steady and uh, I've got a quick draw which again. I'm going to end up with egg on my face here. I just, just like yourself, I'm willing to go against quick draw, but chances are he'll probably land the hat trick because he won over course and distance uh, last time out in uh, last month. The Edgar Wallace for trainer Kim Bailey. David Bass is in the saddle, will be my selection. He finished fourth of seven behind quick draw last time out over course and distance, finishing 12 and a half lengths uh, behind quick draw last month. But he, he has placed here in the past. He goes on the ground, second of 10 back in uh, November, albeit he was beating 16 lengths that day. Uh, still got some decent form here. Uh, he does like it. He saves his best uh, form for Kempton and Edgar Wallace around fifth. 15 to 2, uh, I'd be uh, willing to play that in the 4.45. It is uh, moving on now. It's the uh, the one you've all been waiting for. Top, middle and bottom. Usual rules apply. And uh, £1 Trixie from us both coming up in top, middle and bottom. <laughs> Yeah, it's a £1 Trixie from us both, £4 in total. It looks like I made 40, um, 40p back last week, Ben. <laughs> no, no, well, you made 40p on the overall totals, but yeah. you made a loss. Yes, yeah, but, but 40p yeah. back on you, which, yes, running away is, with it. Running away with is, it. That is true. Yeah, last week was uh, yourself, one winner, one loser, one match postponed, minus 1.6 points. I had one winner, one loser, one match postponed, minus two points. Um <laughs> Both undone by, I think, the only postponed match in the whole of Scotland and England's main leagues. I mean, what, what, what's the chances, Tony? What, what's the chances, man? Um, running totals, you are plus 28.7. I am plus 63.56. Hopefully Blimey. no postponed Blimey. matches this week. I know, I, I mean, the, the, right, the maths are right, Tony. I don't know how I got there, man. 63.56 is fantastic. Well done, mate. Well done. Keep saying that. But yeah, this week, so well, yeah, this week, I will start as usual. Top championship. Hamilton to beat Queen's Park at 9-4. Uh, yep. Hamilton finally finds some form. Unbeaten in five, winning four of them. Was Queen's Park, I think they're starting to look a little shaky at the top, especially on the road. They've lost the last two. So I will side with Hamilton Ackes in the championship. In the middle, Scottish first. Airdrie to beat Falkirk at 7-4. to four. Now, Airdrie have had the measure of Falkirk in recent meetings. 
unbeaten the last five against them, one in four of them. Indeed, Falkirk have failed to keep a clean sheet in the last 11 matches between the two teams. Airdrie have been buying in the goals at home this season, so Airdrie for me. Bottom Scottish second, Stenhouse Muir to beat Bonnie Rig Rose at 8-5. <laughs> Stenhouse Muir going, boys, unbeaten in the last six league matches. Bonnie Rig have lost five of the last six. They've only managed to scrape a win against 10-man Stranraer with a last-minute goal. So I will stick with the informed Stenny, Stenhouse Muir in this one. So Hamilton, Airdrie, Stenhouse Muir for me. Right. Right. Get this then, listeners. Here we are in the championship. I'm going for Queen's Park away mm. at Hamilton at uh, 11 to 10. I've got that at uh, on the uh, on somebody's sports book somewhere. Um, uh, yeah, Queen's Park away at Hamilton. Queen's Park uh, top of the league. They need to be winning this. They need to be winning this um, Queen's Park. They need to get the the last couple of uh, results out of the way. Hamilton, the second off bottom, uh, miles behind, twenty points behind. Queen's Park have got to get back to form in this one. Queen's Park away at Hamilton. Falkirk away at Edrionians, oh. which is. Uh, Falkirk have got to pull away even more from Airdrie. Airdrie are at home, obviously, but uh, Falkirk away. I've got them at 7-5. to five. Uh, Falkirk, who was second. Airdrie, third. Great game coming up there in League One. And uh, finally, uh, I finally got a different uh, game to you, Ben, here. Yeah. Uh, East well, Fife. Away at Stranra. Stranra uh, struggling down the uh, bottom of the league there in eighth position and East Fife in fourth. East Fife need to put a couple of uh, results together uh, to uh, get up into the uh, uh, playoffs or whatever they have up there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know myself, mate. <laughs> um, and East Fife away at Stranra at around 15 to 8. I thought that was a, a decent price. So it's uh, Queen's Park away at Hamilton, uh, Falkirk away at Adrianians and East Fife at Stranra. That's uh, top, middle and bottom for this week. Best of luck, Ben. Uh, we close this week's show with our best of the rest, some trend stats and pointers for the rest of Saturday's action. Ben, it's over to you. Yeah, I'm going to continue my theme from part three analysis last week um, where I looked at the record of horses that ran in the Haydock Grand yeah, National Trial. Yeah, which is excellent. Excellent. How they, yeah, how they fare. Actually, looked quite a testing race again last oh, week. Oh, my, my. Um, yeah. So, interesting to see how they fare. Um, this week, I'm going to apply the same to the Pendle Chase, which is the 225 at Kempton on Saturday. And this is another race where you need to be aware of the winners on their next start. The last 26 winners of the Pendle Chase, only three have managed to win next time out. In fact, you need to go back to Balder Success, Balder Success, Long King Horse, in 2014 to find the last Pendle Chase winner to win next time out. Since then, the Pendle winners have recorded the following form line on their next start. Pulled up, unseated, 13th of 23, 4th of 6 beating 30 lengths, 4th of 6 beating 7 lengths, 5th of 6 beating 45 lengths, 14th of 20 and 4th of 8 beaten 18 lengths. So, despite the pendle being a grade 2, the winners of it, you, you just have to treat them with caution on their next start. They've just really been struggling to follow up the win next time out. And like the Grand National Trial from last week, caution is advised with whoever wins the pendle this year. Just be wary of following them and treating the form too strongly. So, another race to be cautious of, people. Um, the Pendle at Kempton. Good Tony, stuff. Tony, over to you. Good stuff. 
Uh, that's very interesting, and, and it did look a bit of a, a tough old race last week as well, the uh, Grand National Trial, which uh, did, it ended yeah. up actually, Ben, there was only three in the race that were entered in the National anyway, so uh, uh, these yeah. tri- so-called trials, you know, um, need to... Trial by name, but not yes, by nature. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm going for the 325 at Newcastle. Uh, he's, he's the one you need to do your homework on, Ben, about future races. Over four miles, one and a half furlongs. It is the uh, good old historic race up at Newcastle, the Ida Handicap Chase, Class 2, five-year-olds, uh, plus four miles, one and a half furlongs. Uh, good to soft the, the going um, at the moment. I'm not quite sure it'll be that uh, by tomorrow at 3.25. 15 runners going to post. Maybe Brian Ellison's prayers have been answered because I'm going for Sam's adventure. Kitty's Light is the current 11 to 4 favourite uh, for trainer Christian Williams. Bavington Bob's next best at 8. Uh, Sam's Venture is now 8 to 1. It was 10 to 1 about 20 minutes ago when I was uh, doing the, uh, the, the the bet in for this race. But uh, alright, 8 to 1 still looks okay with uh, some firms, a couple of firms paying uh, 5 places, uh, most firms paying 4 places on the Ida Chase off at 3.25 tomorrow. Sam's Adventure won this race in 2021 rated 139 he's uh, he, he lines up tomorrow as an 11 year old albeit is 11 year old for trainer Brian Ellison on 125 that's 14 pounds lower than uh, winning the race two years ago um, he did win last time out at uh, Catrick on soft he is a soft ground horse it has to be said uh, he does need a, a bit possibly a bit more rain uh, good ground horses uh, just go. It does go on good ground, I'm told. Uh, but uh, obviously, good ground specialists seem to have his, uh, his his card marked on when they're running on good ground. So it's uh, good good to soft. Uh, he could run into a place in the Ida Chase Sam's Adventure at around eight to one. So fingers crossed there uh, in that race, a uh, good old historic race. So we've uh, many thanks for listening to the latest edition of the Racing Podcast. Nice and quick one uh, this week. We'll be back in midweek with some Cheltenham Festival coverage. So make sure you tune in for that and uh, look at all the listings. And thanks as always for listening. Have a great weekend. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we have VAR George with a uh, boxing bonus after the theme tune it's goodbye for us thanks for all the support and listeners old and new and uh thank you ben cheers Tony. thank you and uh, very very thanks very as i say thanks very much for all the support and we'll see you in midweek Just a quick look at a single fight this week. Sabriel Matias takes on Jeremiah's Ponce in America on Saturday night for the vacant IBF title at £140. There's potential for this to be a real firefight full of action. Matias is 18-1 with all of his wins by stoppage. Ponce is undefeated in 30 with 20 by stoppage. They've both been down in their careers and have shown they can recover and respond to go again. There's no obvious issues that have been exposed for either of them as of yet when it comes to vulnerabilities taking a shot. But this, this fight will be a big test for both. Matias is a decent favourite and to win by stoppage as well. But there's plenty to like about Ponce. He's the bigger man of the two, very rangy, long arms, a fast snappy jab. And throws a good variety of shots that can cause a threat to Matias, who can be a bit leaky defensively. If the fight doesn't go 12, 
I'd have to favour Matias to be the one to wear down Ponce. But Ponce has the ability to have his moments and pick up some rounds. So there's a few options I've been looking at here. Ponce to win in round 7 to 12 is 16 to 1, which was tempting, but I can't just tip every outcome. So to narrow it down, I'm picking out half a point on Subreal Matias to win by late stoppage rounds 9 to 12 at 15 to 4 on Bet365. And then also half a point on the fight to go the distance at 5 to 2 over on Skybet. 